This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Stu, I'm starting his fitness equipment. Okay. You are? I must be dying. I must be dying. Uh, what? Because you're actually exercising? Yes. You just oh my gosh! It's the next thing is Glenn, death. Exercise is good for you. No, it doesn't cause no, I your don't death. Believe that I don't believe that. But anyway, that's the hype around get fit. <laughs> uh, Echelon uh, Echelon Fitness is the way to get fit. Uh, you know that you can spend a lot more money on machines to work out on. You know bikes. Uh, stationary bike, smart, uh, smart rowers, sleek fitness, you know, with the screens and all of that. You can spend a ton of money or you can go to Echelon uh, Fit and you can get their machines. And right now you can get a 24 month membership um, for a limited time. You can get a free bike or a free rowing machine with a 24 month membership. Get your free bike or rower right now. Just text back. 81881. I mean, if you got one of these, it'd be a great Christmas present, maybe even to yourself. Text Beck 81881 to get your free bike or free rowing machine now. Do it now. Message and data rates may apply. There's some science news that is absolutely mind-boggling that is out today. I want to just take a break and and just show you a glimpse of what we're dealing with and uh, what's coming our way. We do that in 60 seconds. You ever find yourself just waiting for the other shoe to drop? Sometimes I do. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, Not a good place to be in. The next crisis is right around the corner. It's there. There's always something. This is to remind you how important it is to have a supply of emergency food. The best place to get that is from my Patriot Supply. We were just talking about the railroad strike. Congress just passed a bill to force the unions to accept this uh, this deal. Uh, it's going to go to the Senate. Bernie Sanders says he's going to stop it. I doubt he will. However, if he did, really bad, really bad things. You can't have a rail strike now. It would shut the economy down. How do you get your food? It's not shipped in first on rail, then in trucks. My Patriot Supply is there. May I highly recommend that we are so unstable now as a planet that it would be good to have, you know, four weeks emergency food. Right now you can save 25% 
on each four-week emergency food kit you need. You'll get at least one for each member of your family. Getting the food doesn't mean you're losing hope. It means you're eliminating the fear and seeing your family suffer. Once you have that out of the way, you don't worry about things. You won't regret it. Please go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. Preparewithglenn.com. So, Stu, there are two stories that I barely understand. Let me start with the one that I really am a little foggy on. Um, for any mammal, the loss of the Y chromosome should mean the loss of males and the demise of the species. However, the Amami spiny rat manages without a Y chromosome and has uh, puzzled biologists for decades. Now, a Japanese scientist and her colleagues have shown that one of the rat's normal chromosomes effectively evolved into a new male sex chromosome. Now, I hate to get all sciencey because I don't know how these rats identify. I don't oh, know no. any of their pronouns or anything else. So the reason why this is um, this is uh, important is because the Y chromosome seems to be. Uh, getting weaker and weaker and uh, in a lot of mammals, including man. Mm. And once you lose the Y, uh, then what happens? You've only got females uh, end of the species. So that's why they're, they're looking into this because they believe that we are headed for the same kind of thing, which end of the species. Yeah. I mean, I guess think of just all the car accidents. I mean, Oh Boy, my gosh, only women drivers? It would yeah. be crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and women presidents and CEOs? Oh gosh, oh. I, just shut the thing down. Lord, please come now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that was largely just to piss off Sarah in the other room. Oh, it is. Uh, uh, largely, <laughs> 100%. And of course, the fact that it's true. Right. Uh, so the next story is... A quantum computer has simulated simulated a wormhole for the first time. Now, do you know what a wormhole is? It's it's a space thing. It's like a yeah. sciencey space thing. Okay, so mm -hmm. it's like you take a piece of paper mm -hmm. and you fold it in half. Then you, uh, I think, fold it again. Okay. And you put a little hole in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you would see that there would be two holes. In the piece of paper, after yeah. you, if you looks open like a it mask, up. okay, right, with yeah. your eye holes. In fact, it's almost the perfect mask. Okay, so and probably Fauci would have me wear this anyway. Um, so, a wormhole is a way to collapse the distance in between those two holes, okay, mm -hmm. in space, mm -hmm. and then they are right. You go through one hole and you're right there because they're next to each other, right? Instantly, if, yeah. If space is folded, mm -hmm. okay. So that's the idea of a wormhole. You could travel great distances through that quickly. So this has just been a theory. Scientists with a quantum computer have just simulated a wormhole for the very first time. Now, it gets very complex because they say it was a holographic, but it's not exactly a holograph. Uh, it's, they're just, they, they just simplified, uh, things by taking gravity out of the equation, which gets into Einstein and theory of relativity. So they had to have something that would take gravity out, um, and see if they could, uh, simulate this. Well, they did. 
And what this means is you could have without any wires, cables, Wi-Fi, nothing. You can take something digitally and send it from, let's say, my desk to a desk in London and it would exist in both places. And you could close one of the doors and it would either come back to me and only be here or I could close my door and it would be in London. They just did this. This changes everything. This changes everything. This is, you remember Einstein when he was, they talked to him about quantum physics. He said, God doesn't play dice. Meaning there is no super, uh, there's no super position of, uh, of a molecule or a, I don't even know, of a, of a qubit, they're now called. It can't be both positive and negative. It can't be both one and a zero. Mm. But quantum says, yes, it can. That led him to say, God doesn't play dice. It's, it, it, it doesn't work that way. Remember, the theory of relativity is only a theory. It's the best theory we have on how things work. Quantum comes up and says, I don't think the basic soup, I don't think it really goes with any of those physics. I think it breaks down at some point and starts behaving completely illogically. This shows that uh, Einstein may have been wrong. Maybe God is playing dice. This, 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 the, the things that we have on the horizon are so groundbreaking and just quantum computing. Dude, All I, of this stuff will change life in ways we, it's like we're standing in the 1200s and trying to imagine today, but it's going to happen in the next 50 years. Do, do we have any idea where this would end up? Like, what, what would what would be the end game of this type of technology if it if the it biggest were to thing come with quantum computing is you will you will probably solve cancer in a week. You will solve these problems that cannot be solved because it can model a million different things all at the same time. So remember, Einstein, um, uh, Edison said, you know, I didn't find a, uh, a th- I didn't fail a thousand times. I found a thousand ways the light bulb doesn't work. That will, you'll only fail, you'll fail and succeed one time because you'll try all of the combinations all at once. Mm. And you'll have the answer. It feels like there are so many things right now on the fringes of science, like where we are really, where scientists are are, are playing, right? They're They're at the... The very edges of understanding where they can go, but see the path forward. You know, some of these problems like this one are just beginning to be solved. And there's so many different directions, whether it's, you know, we talked about the singularity or, or whether it's uh, quantum computing or all sorts of different technologies that it feels like one of these is going to hit in a way that totally changes the world almost so, immediately. But in, in a way, let, let's look at the telephone for a minute. Put yourself back at Alexander Graham Bell's time. Mm-hmm. Alexander Graham Bell comes up with it and people think, oh, this is great. Look at this. But nobody's going to have a telephone for a long time. Yeah. They, they and, say about everything. Yeah. And they think, oh, well, I'll about just, electricity. right. I'll just go to, you know, the town square that will have a telephone and I'll be able to call, 
you know, Washington, if I needed to talk to the president because it was an emergency, Mm -hmm. they were thinking like that. They would have never thought, think of the phone today. It's no longer cordless. I mean, it's no longer corded. Right. It, it, it doesn't no work longer... with right uh, with with uh, with wires. It doesn't. It it's a television. It's a camera. It. I mean, it's no longer really even for phone conversations. Right. right? I mean, it's a, and that's I, I think a really interesting example of how this goes. You think about the singularity for a second, right? Singularity being eventually we merge with machines. Tell me if this is a terrible description, but yeah. my very terrible understanding of it. Eventually, we merge with computers, where we are able to access information. Instantly, because we have a, maybe a chip in our head or whatever that we allows have, us. To, uh, right. And we, we also have uh, nanobot technology in us in our bloodstream mm-hmm. that is keeping you alive. You don't have to take medicine anymore. The nanobots are programmed to take care of your body and it repairs itself through technology, which is connected to AI, a giant machine outside of your body. Right. So uh, you're one with ai you're mm-hmm. one with machines you're your hybrid person who, who is that's the, the singularity that's the singularity so if you think about let's just say for information purposes you want to get an answer about something in in this world of the singularity you want to you know know who was uh you know the, the president of france in 2004 right you, it would instantly, you'd be able to access that information instantly inside your brain, basically. Yeah, right now you, you have know. to go to to Google, open mm-hmm. up Google, mm-hmm. and type in your question. Right. The singularity, the way it would be imagined to be used at its highest level would, oh, who was the president of France? Oh, it was uh, so-and-so. Right. Okay. You know, the minute you think it, the answer is there. Right. Because you're connected to everything. But in a way... What you're describing is essentially the same process, just faster, right? Yes. You are, right now, we have crossed a line to the point where when we used to do, when we talked about this on, on radio terms before, the radio used to be really fun because what you'd be able to do is come on the air and you'd say, oh, what was that movie with Corey Haim? Remember this? He was a guy and he... And he would go, do you remember, there's two Corys in it. What was that movie? And every, and then people would call in. They'd say, oh, it was Goonies. No, no, it wasn't Goonies. It was, and you go through this yeah. whole thing. And you could do shower, hours on this. And people would reminisce about these memories and think about these things and try to figure them out. And now that's all dead because everyone just goes, oh, Corey Haim, types it in and looks at his IMDb page and knows the answer in five seconds, right? Correct. And so... We wait, 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 before you move on from yeah. there, what has that also done to our memory? Right. Terrible. Okay? It's worse. You don't even think about, I have to store that, or I remember, what's his name? Oh, I remember we were sitting in a room and it was uh, so-and-so that said, right. okay, you don't, you don't do, do that. that. You so d- your memory is weakened. I see it with my kids. Yep. When they want answers from things, they're like, uh, who's, you know, uh, what was the score of, the-? they just ask elect. The person, the dumb device that I won't screw all the people uh, by saying the name, but they they'll ask the device, you know, without trying to to think about it for an hour. They just they know the answers there, and that's the same concept of what the singularity could theoretically Correct. become, right? So we so imagine, imagine if you're going to Italy and you want translation, you'll right. be able to understand them instantly because mm-hmm. it'll be there. The translator will be inside of you. You'll probably butcher it because it requires your physical use of your mouth, but it will you will know how that 
is supposed to be said and you'll say it. But once that information is gone, you can't communicate in that language anymore. If you're cut off. Right. You know, you, there's no memory of it. There's yeah. memory that you did it, but there's no memory. There's no muscle memory. There's nothing. And this gets to the, the point that, you know, think about being deplatformed now. What does that mean? Oh, I lose my Twitter account. What does it mean if, if the singularity exists and you're deplatformed from all of this knowledge that everyone else can access immediately? Oh, no, Ray Kurzweil said that would never. That happen. would never happen. That would never happen. So, okay. So Why that's, would we do that? That's a whole, totally different road. But when we think about the innovations that happen when these things kick in, we could talk about Alexander Graham Bell, but go back just a decade right before go back to 2008 right before the iphone before the iphone we've gone from literally no one having these things or maybe just for occasional phone calls to the era where everyone expects to have is on these things five six hours a day we we that is the merging of man and machine it already it's already happening on the air i said to you in the 90s that networks and watching shows is not, it's not going to be thursday night at eight o'clock mm. it'll just yeah. you just will log on and download it and you'll have all the episodes that you want and that seemed completely insane insane in the 90s yeah and here we are we all up now expect nobody it watches as normal. tv and and really put very little thought into uh, what it means or well, how now, wait a minute right? you sound like you're starting to make a point uh, on this yeah you know well, hang on i just want to live uh, in my fantasy world here for a second okay. and not think about that Give me a minute, will you? Goldline, I want to make sure you know about the perils of our current financial situation. If you use history as a tool, look back and learn from history with the hope that maybe we can prevent the disaster from striking again. Now, I don't think we can prevent the disaster, but we can uh, do everything in our power to lessen its impact on us as individuals. Please, I do not ever want you to take my... Did you just hear the science lesson I gave? Don't ever take my, my word as gospel. I want you to do your own homework. But I want you to do it. Please, call, call Goldline today and find out uh, why I invest in uh, gold and silver before the big boating accident where I lost it all. Um, but, uh, why I invest, why I buy old coins, they have, you know, brand new coins. They also sell old ones. I buy the old ones. Find out from Goldline if it's right for you, please. Even if you have very little money, uh, silver is going to be really, probably really good. And, and as your dollar just sits in the bank or you're just cashing your check, anything that you have saved, anything will become worth Less and less until it's worthless. Every box of historic graded $5 gold Indians, you're going to receive 20 of the one ounce silver buffalo rounds at no additional cost. That's 20 ounces of free silver with every qualifying order. In addition to that, qualifying orders will receive a personally signed copy of my famous Christmas story, The Immortal Nicholas. Get them both right now. Call Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so we've changed now our the way we live over the past decade, basically. Twelve years, yeah. fourteen years. Yeah, and to where you can't live without the phone. smartphones, right? Like it's, it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. People basically don't do it. And what we found, and there, the research is coming out now, 
What we found as what has happened in this period is that people are spending much less time with each other, with each other, with their friends, much less. The last study came out and I found this to be an incredible number that just over, you know, it's people had sort of slowly, maybe the time they were spending with their friends had dropped off a little bit before Mm -hmm. iPhones and such. Mm -hmm. But since then, the, the number is 10 hours a week less with friends. 10 hours I think a it's, week. I think it's more than that with teenagers. I bet it is. I bet it's even it's, more. It's, it's, I mean, they don't even, they don't no, want to hang out with each other. They sit next to each other and are on the phone texting one another. Yeah. They don't, I mean, even they're even alone when they're together. Right, right. Even when they're spending time together yeah. on their phones half the time. And it's like, you take that, that's a massive change. It had been consistent for like a century in this data. Going back, you know, decades and decades and decades, people basically spent about the same amount of time with their friends over an incredible amount of time. And then all of a sudden, like a decade ago, it just starts tanking. And what does that do to society? People are, are alone. They are lonely. Depressed. They have less of a connection with their fellow man. They are depressed. And all suicidal much more often. See, this is the problem that we have not had. And this, I mean, Stu, how long have I said this? We have to have philosophical discussions now. Mm -hmm. I've been saying that for 10, 15 years now because it's going to, there's going to come a time. Remember when they said, when Ronald Reagan said, there's going to come a time when there's no good options on the table and we're going to be in debt and they'll start to inflate the money and it'll be over. Got to take care of it now. I'm telling you, within five years, if we don't have these intellectual, philosophical conversations, we're screwed. We're screwed because the things that are on the horizon will force you to redefine what life is or stick with what you know today, Mm. which will be outdated and dusty. The, The basic questions of life itself and humanity and decency and what is a slave what is free choice free choice by 2030 not as a concept but as a realistic uh fact of life that you still make your decisions okay even you know the way i go into prison and what i'm thinking and feeling they'll never take that away that will be gone by 2030 we better Look ahead and say, which way do we want to go? Because right now we're having giant corporations that are only in it for the money, governments who are only in it for power, laying this road right in front of us. And we're all like, yeah, that's great. Hey, what's on TikTok? Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. So Michael wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, Relief Factor helped to almost completely eliminate my elbow pain when I couldn't find any other solution. It's a great product. It's helped me with a lot of other aches and pains. And since I started Relief Factor, I feel like I have more energy. Generally, I feel better. So thank you. Thank you for a great product. Michael, thank you for writing in. Relief Factor um, was developed for doc- by doctors to be able to reduce your pain through inflammation and not drug you out. 
it's a major source of almost all of our pain and almost all of our problems in our body come from inflammation. So Relief Factor has four key ingredients that each work together with your body as it fights against the, ex, uh, the uh, effects of aging, exercise, and everyday living. I want you to get the uh, three-week quick start. 70% of the people who try this and take us directed go on to order more m- month after month. I'm one of them, and I didn't think it would work for me. Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief. ReliefFactor.com or 800-4-RELIEF. Get the three-week quick start. Do it now and feel the difference. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn before the singularity gets to you. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. So glad that you're here. I'm doing a podcast today that is going to be a, a don't miss. Um, there has been a spike in the number, you know, Stu, you were just talking about all these things are changing and we are not discussing the, the change. We're just accepting it. And then we see the changes in our family. We see depression go up and we know what's causing loneliness, depression, comparing themselves to mm. others. We know what it is, but very few are willing to say, get it out of the house. Yeah, very, it's, very few. I don't know of anything like that. Maybe television, but television was not nearly as destructive uh, as this. Would you agree with that? I 100% agree with this. 100% yes. agree. And for some reason, even the zealots against this stuff, I'm not a technophobe. No. I'm not a, a Luddite. I believe in all of this stuff, and I believe it can be used as good, but it has been spun so far out of control that it's destroying us. It's destroying mm-hmm. us. And nobody's really having that conversation in a logical way. Yeah, and we should also point out, especially for young people, one oh. of the main things hitting them, not is not just the phone, but what's on it, that oh, comes yeah. directly from the Chinese Communist Party, by the way. <laughs> right. But also the things like th- there is a reason why um, five years ago, 15,000 children between the ages of six and 17 were diagnosed with gender dysphoria. Last year, there were 42,000. Hmm. And those are just the ones that have been officially diagnosed. OK, so five years ago, 15,000. Now, 42,000. 20% of the population of uh, millennials is now identifying as other. So they're either gay, binary, uh, you know, a uh, uh, furry or whatever. <laughs> right. OK, a, a pup 20, handler, mm-hmm. tw- a pup handler mm-hmm. who actually works in the White House. But anyway, um, <laughs> you, you have 20% of the next generation. What's causing that? Right. Obviously, that. I mean, right, exactly. What is causing it? Because it's not uh, that suddenly all these people have changed. Like changed. It's it's obviously outside influence. I mean, they, people call it social contagion. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways you can look at it, but it certainly has. The, it's moving so quickly and so ridiculously that it's it obviously has to do with technology and the things surrounding the influences that brings into your kid's life. So. My youngest daughter had a conversation with me, and this is the reason I'm doing this podcast. Um, I'm personally doing it. I think it's fascinating for everybody, mm. but 
I'm personally doing because I want to understand uh, compassionate care. We brought in a uh, a woman who is uh, considered herself to be transgendered, um, and she went through surgery and everything else, had her breasts removed, everything. Mm. Now she's 18, and she's like, good heavens, what have I done? What have I done? She wants to be a woman, but she can't. She can't go back. And... Um, this is happening a lot. She was fine. She gets an iPhone, I think, at 11, 11 years old. Within a couple of years, she's transgender. She's convinced of it, that she's in the wrong body. She's a man. Okay. Mm. They let our society is pushing this, and the doctors are pushing for the surgery mutilation of people last night underage last night she flew into town one of our uh, our bookers sarah who god bless her for all the work she does uh it's like eleven thirty at night she's called she has to find another hotel because this hotel won't let him her in why so, hatred right I mean, right hatred. They, that we won't allow your kind it is it's texas, texas after all yeah no it's that this hotel chain has a policy that until you're 21 you can't book a hotel room you're not adult enough to stay in a hotel room by yourself you have to be at least 21 so the girl who could become a boy and have dramatic, traumatic surgery, couldn't stay at that hotel. We had to find a hotel that would allow her to stay. Incredible. You that can't is, rent a car. You can't, nuts. You, can't, uh, you can't drink. You can't, uh, you can't do any of these things, but you are allowed to have surgery ir that's irreversible that will... I mean, as she, I believe, is going to attest to, just hurting and destroying your life. Oh, she is. I mean, that's absolutely she, incomprehensible. I have so much sympathy for her. So this conversation I had with my daughter, mm. um, and this is my 16-year-old, and brainwashed. I mean, this happened in my family. And so you know, in my family, I mean, you've been around, we, A, joke really hard with each other. Yeah. Um, and there are there are no limits in our own family. There's no limits on jokes. We right. just go for it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's okay. definitely true. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we also talk about everything, mm -hmm. and so they're very well aware. And my daughter said, um, "Dad, she's a he," and I said, "No, she claims to be a he, but she's not a he." And we were talking about somebody young, okay. And I said, you can't just call yourself something and become it. And there is science involved. Remember, follow the science. This is science. A woman can have a baby. A man cannot. A man who claims he's a woman cannot have a baby. A woman who claims she's a man can have a baby. Okay. 
But just because you claim doesn't make you Mm -hmm. that thing. And she said, and I don't mean that thing like, you know, that thing. I mean, that that whatever it is you're claiming, claiming. I'm a bear, I'm a deer, I'm a shoehorn. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make you that. Okay. And she said, where is your compassion? And I said, where is my compassion? Mm. What do you? What do you, what are you talking, where, where is my compassion? What are you talking about? Is she needling you here? No, she was sincere. Mm. She's really a sensitive soul yeah. and she feels people's pain. It's a great quality, but sure. she needs to be, she, you know, she's not at the point yet to where um, she can separate compassion uh, from reality, from right. reality right. and making sure that you're compassionate and you're still doing the right thing that's good for the individual and society. Yeah, truth, okay. uh, you know, doesn't always have empathy. It yeah. doesn't mean you can't have empathy as well. That's what I said But you still to need her. to acknowledge the truth. We, we talked about, and that's why I brought up the science part. I said, honey, the truth might be cold. Science is cold. Um, empathy is so warm. But there comes a time when you have to mix the two and you have to find your way. Where is that edge? So one of the things I want to ask for her, uh, it, was, this, was this compassionate care when you were 14 years, 15 years old? Yeah, affirming care. Glenn. Yeah. Mm. Was this affirming care? And what would, what would compassionate care look like? What do you wish that somebody would have stood up and went, no, 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 no. Or yes, yes, yes. Or whatever. What should people have done? What would have made a difference? Because, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, treating people terribly is not going to work. Calling them names is not going to no. work. No. It, nothing it's... works unless you... And, and this is what I really, I really dislike um, from some Christians. Uh, some Christians are like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go meet that person and... Uh, you know, let's talk to them, befriend them, and then they'll come to Christ. What? Stop. Well, I Just, mean, you said that in a scary voice. I mean, the idea of befriending someone and bringing them to Christ. Befriending someone is different. Right, right. Befriending someone is different. You can't. You, You're saying you, in some you illicit way. Like, well, yeah, you don't want to. My goal is to bring you to Christ, so I'll be your friend. No, I'll be your friend. And maybe, maybe right. you'll see that your life is has all kinds of problems that my faith solves can help right it can be and can help part of a friendship it's right. a, it's not like you it's it's like saying uh, i want to be friends with you because i've got a new multi-level marketing uh, berry scheme where Correct. i want to sell, send you Correct. some berry juice and if i choose not to become you know a, a berry juice berry salesman, juice salesman uh, then i'm no longer your friend right that's that's, that's the problem right, the right way to um it. so but if you love the person and you know, I, I just had this realization. My, my, uh, oof. my, my family is just way under attack right now. And, uh, I told my, uh, I told my son a couple of weeks ago, you know, the problem with children. And he was like, <laughs> no. And I said, the problem with children is as a parent, you can never stop loving them. <laughs> and he went, what? And I said, you'll understand someday. <laughs> and, he, and he will. Yeah, and he will. You, no matter what, mm-hmm. you cannot stop loving them. You can try, but you really, 
love your, I mean, maybe they're a murderer, but you really, and they murdered your wife Mm -hmm. and you loved her. There's a lot of caveats here, but (laughs) uh, you just don't stop loving your children. You might be pissed at them. You might be angry. You might be really like, I don't want to see you right now, but you will always love them. And that's how, that's how God works. God works and C stands there and he's just like, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. When you do that, this consequence is going to come from that. And then you do it. And he's like, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and he's not mad at you. He hurts for you. Why would you do that? That is, this is only going to cause you so many more. Stop making the same decision. No, no. Stop making that decision. No, no it's going to hurt more. Stop making that decision. Okay. All right. And once you get it, he's there and loves you. That's how we need to be with with everybody. Okay, don't, 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 no, no, don't, don't do that. It's really, it's not that hard. It's really, it's, it's pretty easy if you just, no, okay, don't, okay, you just did that. All right, okay. Yeah, and it's about, too, what works, right? Like, what, what can make a situation, like you're talking about, a teenager that goes through some sort of social media conversion to be, you know, to believe that they're transgender and goes through terrible, uh, painful, uh, you know, surgeries and all these things, how do you how do you stop that from happening? It's like the fetus truck people. You know, every time every year at the Super Bowl, the fetus truck drives by, and it drives by, and it's got a b- b- bunch of giant pictures pictures of fetuses that have been you yeah. know di- you know doesn't work disemboweled on the side, and it's like it looks awful. And ever I recognize that that's My- part of why abortion is bad, but it doesn't change minds. It's just people go, oh look at that jerk in the fetus truck. Rafe and I went to a Cowboys game. Okay, just a couple of weeks ago. And this guy was standing in front of the stadium mm-hmm. with a big, you know, speaker and microphone. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. And he was like, you don't turn to Christ right now. Yeah. You're going to hell. Yeah. You will burn in the fires of hell. And I said that to Rafe, all the time. wow, I really want to go to church right now, don't you? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You have to love people and have compassion for them and then just quietly state the truth. I'm not going to go there. That, that's this is going to hurt if you do this. And Don't I think do this. A lot of times people think, well, if I'm yelling uh, with the microphone off of the fetus truck, like <laughs> I, in some ways, because you you feel uh, j- so justified in a in a correct position here, uh, that it feels good for you. And a lot of times you're doing those things because it feels good to you to yep. be able to be on the right side of this issue. If your goal is actually to help other people recognize what might be very very true in these important circumstances. You have to think about approach. Mm. You, you just just being a badass and coming out and saying the most the most difficult things and screaming at people in their faces isn't always the best solution. Okay, um, that uh, podcast, by the way, is going to be released tonight. I'm going to do it here in just a little while, and then you'll get it if you're a Blaze subscriber. Otherwise, you can get it on Saturday with uh, the podcast. Um, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, behind us now, which means it's officially time for the holidays. Ah, Christmas music is playing in my house. How about you? Right now, Legacy Box has the Cyber Monday event that is still going on. You can save 65% off of digitizing all of your old videotapes and photos. This, this is the best deal by far of the year. Millions of people have trusted Legacy Box with the preservation of their family's recorded moments. I'm one of them. We have to, all of us, engage in saving history. This is a way you can do it. Legacy box in stock, ready to ship out. You don't have to send them in right away. You just get the box. You will save the 65% off because you bought the box. 
box during Cyber Week. You can give it as a Christmas gift. You can do it sometime next year and send it in, and you'll save. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck right now. Save your old videos, your family pictures. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're just playing this uh, music because uh, I really want to hack the mullahs off by playing Christmas music uh, and then uh, talking about uh, the uh, the team from Iran and their families. And I, I wonder if we'll ever find out what happened to them when they got home. Can you imagine going back home knowing that you were defeated by the great Satan and, uh, you know, to, in the eyes of the authorities. And mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't want to mess up at all because your your family was under threat of you better sing the national anthem and be patriotic. Otherwise, we torture your family. Oh, my gosh. I can't imagine it. I also think we that's the, for that reason, we should have thrown the match and let Iran win. And, and I have to tell you, it because was, I don't care about soccer, and so I don't have any negative consequences from that at all. I tell you, I followed that. It was great to just tie with the Brits. Mm. I loved a, a no, frisky no, no. zero zero tie. I know, I know. I didn't, I didn't watch it, but it it kind of felt good that you know here we are, the losers of soccer in the world, and we're like, oh yeah, oh you tied, oh you <laughs> lost to us. I mean it was. It's not exactly, you know, the miracle on the ice. No. But, I mean, it was maybe the miracle on the way to the mailbox. (laughs) The Glenn Beck Program.